crack an egg on your head. Let the yolk run down. Let the chills run up. Let the yolk run down. Stab a knife in your back. Let the blood run down. Let the chills run up. Let the bl- Did you guys sing that in childhood? Um, no. <laughs> so, when we were kids, we had this pool in our backyard. And we had like a raised hot tub. Oh my god. I know. I was rich I as a kid. I was rich, Jack. Jack. <laughs> and we had this platform where you would jump from the hot tub into the pool. And it was oh, like, you had a hot tub? Yeah. Well, we, I was, was rich actually, and had a hot tub It was pool a raised check. hot tub with a waterfall. So anyways, we would do this I thing where we would close our eyes and we would stand like on the cliff part. Mm-hmm. And we would sing that song to each other. And somewhere in the song, you would get pushed mm. into the water. So like this creepy song. So like somebody would hit the top of your head mm-hmm. and like tickle your back down like the yolk of the egg and then tickle you back up like the chills and then you never knew which part of the song you were going to get pushed into the pool for what made you think of that i um found vegan eggs at the store and as i was cooking them up yeah cooking them up i was like as i was cooking them up i was like crack an egg on your head let the yolk run down let the chills run up let the yolk run down isn't that good um Yes, they they better have better than like tofu scramble. Kind yeah, of they were better than tofu scramble. But I feel like if you seasoned them, yeah. they would be Even incredible because yeah. they have like exactly egg texture. Oh, that's good. Um, but they don't taste like it's it's very weird because obviously it's not eggs; it's made from plants. Yeah. But it's very close. Yeah, like as close as I feel like we could get with modern technology. I had the best be- vegan burger for dinner. That was so good. Was it? I was grilling it up. I was out there doing my thing. Oh, I you're 30 now. It up. Oh, I'm 30. Yay. Congratulations. How does it feel? Very good, son. <laughs> you're an old Have you done your homework? <laughs> I'm about to do um, homework oh, because okay. I will be attending school. Where? At a school. Okay. Once I figure out, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this town. <laughs> I wanna be in the big leagues. I'm hey? gonna make it. You'll see. You'll all see. <laughs> so, um. Anyways, yeah. what do you want this podcast to be about? <laughs> <laughs> like in general, or this yeah, episode? Just this, this. Oh my god! I didn't even think about it in general. Okay. Um, that's for another day. Uh, what do you want today's episode to be about? Well, did you have an idea? Because I kind of had something I wanted to talk about. I watched a really great video today. Whose was it? Um, This girl named, like, Katie Flowers or something? Is Is it Katie Flowers? Madam Flowers? I don't know. It was a weird channel. But anyways, it was this video about unpopular tarot opinions. Stop! I literally wrote that down in my notepad. Okay, I figured you and I could either get ourselves into some deep doo-doo. Yeah, we'll probably do that. Or we could have a great conversation. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Well, see, okay, what we're talking about is Katie Flowers on YouTube. She has other yes. platforms, too, but that's, like, the main thing. Mm-hmm. And she posted a video, and we've talked about her a lot. Hey, Katie, what's up, girl? We love you. We stand. Anyways, we're mm-hmm. not upset. Yeah, we are obsessed. But not in a creepy way. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Um, listen, you guys. She mm-hmm. makes bomb content all bomb. the time. All the time. But this particular video, I literally, I don't know about you, I listened to it while I was making breakfast, uh-huh. and the way that she approached mm-hmm. other people's unpopular opinions and talking Loved about it. it herself, like, was so good. So Very good. Libra. Oh, I love it. And she it. said that in the comments, too. She's like, the amount of times I said, I could go either way on this. <laughs> but there were a lot of things that she did clearly state her opinion. So what Katie yeah. did was basically she posted up, like, on her Instagram story and another platform, like, tell me your unpopular opinions about tarot. And, you know, then she read some of them off and talked about whether she agreed or kind of elaborated on them or disagreed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that she brought up, you know, were things I think that other channels have touched on. And some of them I don't think were Mm -hmm. as vocalized. So I just thought it was an interesting thing to do. I was trying to think while I made this note, uh, like, to keep it not just tarot, but maybe spirituality in general. Unpopular opinions about spirituality Um, And I was also trying to think about, like, astrology. Um, But it was hard because I didn't make any notes other than that. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, go ahead <laughs> what, what was your favorite unpopular opinion like which one like comes to mind and has 
not even your favorite but the one that is maybe the most intriguing to you to think about okay let me think about it because there was like one or two and it didn't it's not that i didn't like that but there was a lot of focus um on like um inclusivity on you Mm -hmm. know genders and um Uh, like ethnicities and even sexual orientations and things like that like she really kind of talked a lot about inclusivity and things like that but there were some other things i I can't remember what it like as soon as you asked me i I forget what it is so here's an example because if you say it i'll be like there's a new tarot deck that just came out and it's called the star spinner tarot okay and it changes the kings to Animals and apparently mm-hmm. there's a few other decks that are doing that. Like yeah. just the king, like the, the other court cards are represented by regular gendered people, but yeah. the court the kings are now represented by a suit of kings, right? Yeah. To me, non-issue. Don't not a second thought about that. Mm-hmm. But I was reading comments on some of the unboxings. Yeah. And these men were like, "Oh, so we're just getting rid of kings now? All right." Oh yeah yeah yeah. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I remember that. And just. My, I guess my unpopular opinion about that is, I don't know, it's like, I just don't understand why a man would be upset that the king's suit of tarot, like, when you have so many other tarot decks out there, mm-hmm. like, thousands of tarot decks that are That's exactly what you That's want, true. Exactly. why are you, why, why are you mad that we're going in a temporary direct, like, you know, well, okay, but but to, to but to kind of devil's advocate in in a way because yeah. I agree. I I feel like very strongly on the fact that like if you're upset about this one particular deck, then yeah. just find, find something else find to something do else. because there's thousands of decks that you won't yeah. feel that way about. However, I do. She did also bring up that there is a lot of push. You know, my grandma has always said that, and I feel like it was one of the, like the wisest things I ever heard her say. And mm-hmm. talking about what, when things go from one extreme, it's really hard to find complete balance immediately. Things go from one extreme, and normally they go all the way to the other extreme because people are trying mm-hmm. to balance it out, but they don't know how to do it without going all full force. And mm-hmm. then I think the we word, learn how I to think make the word minimum. they use for that in psychology and like religion mm-hmm. circles yeah. is called overcorrection. Cool. Okay. So glad that you schooled me on that. Anyways, so it's, it's actually called overcorrection. Okay. Anyways, but the way that she was describing too, she first brought that up when it was like uh, the world's ending in 2012 or something, and she's <laughs> like, "I don't think that's true. I think that we're moving from a more uh, divine masculine focus into a more divine feminine focus, and I think we're gonna really switch." Anyways, she and she did, was right. She really is. She is right because that was like really when we started to get like who run the world, girls. You know, <laughs> we started to have all these like really. Anyways, she did bring up that there are a lot of feminine based decks where a lot more of the feel or a lot of the archetypes seem to be really female focused. And mm-hmm. I think that that's fine, too. Like, ev- there's decks out there for everyone. I know. But I have noticed, doing all these unboxings, that the the push has come a little bit further into having females represented and not as diverse in females. Like, it's just female, like cis or, like, white mm-hmm. females, but that are, like, different yeah. types of what people think are pretty. Exactly. Um, so I... I don't think that probably those men were going about that correctly yeah, with voicing their opinion. But instead at the same of sounding time, genuinely concerned for a topic they cared about, yeah. it sounded whiny. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know. That's men. Oh my God. Men. Uh, men. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right, ladies? Am I right? I, just, no. I also think that if you have a cause that you really care about, instead of just being dismissive towards every creator that's ever made anything, mm-hmm. why not just be level-headed about it and be like, hey, guys, just wanted to put this out there that this is a concern that I have and not be like, ugh, I'm just so sick of these trends. Because then it makes people want to dismiss you. Right. Because you're not adding You know what anything. I can recommend for someone who's like really, really wanting like an inclusive, I feel like really mm-hmm. well represented in the people tarot deck is the, I think it's called the hip chick tarot. Oh yeah. It wasn't my favorite type of artwork <coughs> style. And so I tried to use it for, you know, a few months and stuff like that. And I really tried to like incorporate it into my, um, collection and like using it. I just mm-hmm. didn't use it, but I thought that it was really well done. And I was like, I want somebody else who's going to use this to have this deck. Exactly. But yeah. if you guys haven't looked into that and you're like, 
starving for an inclusive all around deck. And I still think obviously that there there's more improvements that could have been made, but it's probably the most diverse deck that I've yeah. seen. Um, it just the it didn't it didn't connect with me. That one has been on my radar. There's another deck that hold it's on. Really I have good. to go I have to recommend this deck. Let me okay. go let me go grab it. Okay. I'll be right back. You talk. I'm fine with that. Um, okay, so yeah, I just think that she did a oh, wow, that was really I found that was so quick. Um It's called Oh shit. Oh sorry everyone. I'm getting back onto the couch. Okay. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Bless. It's called the Next World Tarot. And it is it, every single type of person is in this deck. Yeah. And not only that, it also represents different kinds of disabilities. That's what I was going to say. I think that there's um, yeah. disability, certain disabilities, um, or at least visual disabilities. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, are... no deck could have every single type of person because no. there's more than 78 different types of people, obviously. Absolutely. But I think, there's, so you can only get so good, but yeah. I think that those those decks are out there. I don't think... I don't want anyone to think though that, but because there's two great decks, that mm -hmm. that's all you need, and then you've been thrown yeah. your bone and you're done. But I I also think that there is something that really needs to be said um, about having the ability as a reader or wanting to have the ability as a reader, because that the way I just worded that came from a little bit of a high horse. Yeah. But I know what people want when they visually want to see things being represented. Yeah. But literally being able to just understand inclusivity or diversity in general, you know, you can literally take any tarot deck and as long as you can feel and connect with what that means, mm -hmm. visually, it doesn't always have to be represented in a deck for you to feel and understand that, you know, the kings or the queens or the pages or even the majors and things like that, if they're drawn a certain way, you can mm -hmm. still read and feel the, energies the of diversity those. of every single human being. Like... Um, I very, very seldom feel my kings or queens or pages or knights as they are in the picture, you know, yeah. or as the card is. And I think that it really takes a long time for most people to understand that feeling and those messages and those pulls to like have that be more open and wide open. But I know, especially people who are new yeah. or maybe sick of using the standard decks, you know, mm -hmm. or if you're new, it is hard to feel. It's, it's very visual when you're new. And yeah, it I, is. It is. And then as you as you move on, I feel like the visuals are just fun. fun. They're fun cues. Or but, if you feel like it connects with like your mm -hmm. person, like your person. Because I feel like even at this point, even if I just had a deck of 78 cards and yeah. every card just said Ace of Cups, Two yep. of Cups, like just literally had those words yep. on it, I I could use that. And I could use at a, this point, a, the pictures regular. are for fun, people. Exactly. But it's good that there's still publications yeah. of different various... I mean, you literally could get a tarot deck on cats, on witches, <laughs> on uh, zombies, <laughs> on food, on herbs, on literally mm -hmm. anything. Which and I think is so... All animals. Fucking cool. It is cool. Especially someone who loves art. Most people, I feel like, who are into tarot, though, that's the love thing. Art. They love art. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're going to be collecting or what you would think is, like, having multiple decks, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's nice and fun to, like, f collect or buy decks exactly. that you like the artwork to. I think an unpopular opinion for me would be the pressure for an artist to represent tarot as a whole. I agree. You know? Mm -hmm. So, like, the pressure is on to create something mm -hmm. that people are... Because right now, people are really woke, mm -hmm. and they know what they want to see. Overcorrection. Overcorrection. You know, like, if you so, get one little thing that yeah. people are missing, or is not done right, or is yes. leaving, you know, or is too much, or something... They will come for me. come for you. And also, I feel like it kind of leads people to being like, see, everyone that reads tarot cards is just the worst. Yeah. You know, and it, the, I can't imagine having that much pressure on me, mm -mm. especially if you were like a famous creator, like Chris Ann, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Every time she releases something, like people are on it like a hawk. Yeah, and, um, they really are. So 
there's an overcorrection there. Yeah. And I, I don't even... To be honest with you, like, someone literally just commented on my, like, last week or messaged me. I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, so when are you coming out with your tarot deck? Because if you haven't, like, I'm waiting, you know? And I don't get so that... sweet. I don't get that a lot, actually. I Every so often, or sometimes in live streams, if I'm showing artwork or something, mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, that's right, you do art. Like, when are you coming out with the deck? Because I, I think they just assume because I'm a creator that, and I do art, like, I'm going to make my own deck, which is something Obviously, that I, I would write your guidebook, right? No. Or Okay, <laughs> but so I welcome. will write it. No. You can so have, I'll write like, the intro. That would be incredible. So I'll write the guidebook. No. <laughs> I'm going to read your guidebook and I'm going to be like, okay, I'm rewriting Literally, this. Literally, you'll write my guidebook and it's I'll gonna be, rewrite it all. No, I'm going like, to write your guidebook. It's going to be 1,000 pages. No. Oh, 2,000. You can write your own. Be well, smart. It'll be 3,000. You know what you could do? If you wanted, you could write your own guidebook for the cards and I'll draw the artwork for it. We can do it in reverse. I am going to get but you I am some not, trouble. But I am not going to create artwork and have you describe my artwork and what the cards mean. Because for oh, me, I see what you're so like I feel very strongly about when guidebooks and artwork. Sometimes they don't align. No, they don't. Like you know how Barbara Moore mm-hmm. writes guidebooks for like mass-produced decks. Correct. And technically, these guidebooks have nothing to do with the decks. Like, you could read these guidebooks all by themselves, Correct. which is why I keep a lot of those guidebooks, mm-hmm. because they're not even exclusive to that deck. Right. I am very interested in decks that have very exclusive guidebooks that mm-hmm. really go into so am I. detail. And which those- is part of the reasons why I feel bad, because I haven't sold my Dream Keepers Tarot yet. I don't use it. I never connected with it. I'm very upset about it. I've tried multiple times, and I just can't. <laughs> But I feel like if I sell the deck, I have to sell the book with it, and I don't want to get rid of the book. Yeah. So I just, like, I'm kind of torn there, because I think the book in itself is such a great That's guidebook. That's like the Little Monsters Tarot that I right. gave you, and I, I had to keep the guidebook because it's so incredible. Yeah. Like, it's life it's a life-changing guidebook, people. It's just really interesting to see. Okay, yeah, but what I was saying, too, is, like, when you can tell... When there's a deck where the artists have created the art and then they have somebody who has either put their name on the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw like Colette Baron reed out there. Yeah. Um, you know, like Colette Baron reed does not do her artwork. Um, she writes her guidebooks and she's the name and the face behind you know, selling her decks a lot of the times. Now, Which is I'm, just the way that it works. And it, yeah, no shade, no tea. Like, that's literally just a, one example, mm-hmm. right? And she comes out with a, a fair number of decks. Normally, she's using the same artist all the time. And, you know, I'm sure that they do get work on the together. same page and work together and things like that. But it's different. Sometimes there is that disconnect, yeah, it's though, like, where you okay. start to wonder... Did they talk about this together? Exactly. Or it's like, you know, they're probably working on, um, because they publish so much and stuff like that, they're probably working on deadlines in which it's like she knows what the idea, like let's say it was like an animal-based deck. Well, you know, like, you know, she's like, okay, I know that this is going to be a giraffe spirit or I know it's going to be an energy of a giraffe and this is what the deck is about. It's about animal connections. So I'm going to, I haven't seen the image, but I have timelines to stick to and yada, yada. And and on a production and publishing point, like, you know, there's only so much they can do, but it's very clear when you have, especially when you have like... Um, not as highly polished published decks mm-hmm. and it's like you've hired an artist but you can tell you only worked with your artist for so much yeah. and you wanted to have your guidebook feel a certain way but their artwork style is a completely different way that disjointed it just doesn't go and I think it's hard to do like because someone wants to create a deck but they don't know how to do artwork so there's obviously or vice versa it's like a good example of yeah let's things, give a good example good example of art so Colette Baron Reed has that what's that Oracle deck that she has that you and I both have? The cheap Wisdom one. Wisdom of the Well, they're all the cheap, inexpensive. Yeah, the inexpensive. Wisdom it's of the It's in that little red box. Mm-hmm. I'm Wisdom trying to tell you. Of Wisdom the Oracle. of the Oracle. No, I was trying to I, beat you to it. <laughs> okay. the I of the actually Oracle. really like that Oracle yeah. and I use it quite a bit. The guidebook and the images go well together. They do. They do. An example of things that don't go well together maybe are like the good tarot. How do you feel about that guidebook? You know, I don't use the guidebook. 
mm-hmm. on that. I haven't pulled the guidebook out, I don't think, for that one in a quite a long time, so I can't remember. But I use that deck a lot, actually. But I use that deck in a really weird way. I'm trying to think of an example, in my opinion, that the deck and the guidebook, were guidebook feels a little weird. Um, hold on, let me think. That Whispers of Lord Ganesha yeah. deck that I have, it feels a little disjointed. I'm trying. Yeah. I can't think of any great examples. And I don't think it's. I, I think yeah. most people, if if they even know at all what we're talking about, they get it. They know. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah. I feel um, that. What are some other examples of ones that you really feel are like you, like must have guidebook decks together? Um, Tarot of the Spirit. Okay. I have this big guidebook. It's like a thousand pages really? attached to it. And it goes into every detail on the card mm. and history, and it has like poems attached to it. It has all the astrological cool. correspondences. This it goes in. Yeah. And you can get the book and the deck in a combo for like thirty five dollars. It's a mass produced deck, but it's it's an older deck from the eighties. Mm. But it's incredible. Like must have mm. if you wanted a guidebook that just answers all of your questions about what's going on. Yeah. Because sometimes you want to know what's going on, but there's no resources to f- figure out like why the artist chose this, what that means, or. Mm-hmm. I really like um, Alana Fairchild's uh, Sacred Rebels Oracle. I use that a lot in readings. I really like to do card readings where, you know, especially if it's like a ten to thirteen card spread, which I like a lot those are like my number one sellers on my website are like bigger card readings mm-hmm. and when i use tarot like 10 or 12 or 10 to 13 cards of tarot and i'm going on and on and on and i'm trying to translate messages and i'm trying to interpret and see how the cards are going what i like to do is i like to throw one oracle from a deck and i use sacred rebels a lot because i'll throw the card and i'll leave it face down and then we'll go through the whole tarot ish it's like 45 minutes long and then at the very end it's like there's there'll be certain themes or things hit and then i'll flip the oracle card up at the end and see how it connected to the tarot and i like using other people's guidebooks that i feel are well read because there's something about leaving someone with a reading where i just talked for 40 to 45 minutes (laughs) and then flipping up and reading parts of a guidebook and get a different You know, because I only have so many ways that I communicate things, but Mm -hmm. just flipping over and opening somebody else's book so many times, literal sentences that I have spoke are just slightly tweaked because it's a lot of Fairchild's amazing Mm -hmm. writing, you know, and I feel like one, it helps to feel like it's validated a little bit more or just gives people one more different way to look at it now do i think you should do your whole reading all the time especially if you're charging a lot of people money and stuff like that from guidebooks no but i think that there's a really there's there's things that are being missed because people feel like they shouldn't or couldn't use their guidebook mm-hmm. whereas if you go about it in well, a those professional way those are a lot of fair way, decks are made to be used with the deck i know or with the book so I, that's what i really literally, like about them also Alana Fairchild, like maybe unpopular opinion, those words that she writes, yeah, especially in a community like ours where we don't have any set texts, mm-hmm. those little guidebooks to me are like sacred texts. They literally like they are. are. And I hate to put her up on such a pedestal just because. Yeah, because it's not her. It's like, and I don't. It's it's, it's her the writing. Content. Her, yeah. her, she is really good. An incredible at creating, writer. Creating guidebooks mm-hmm. and. And yeah, I don't know anything about her. She could literally be a monster. You know but what? That's what, really what she, what funny she because I don't know a whole ton. I'm sorry, Alana, if you ever watch this. It's not that we don't like you. You know, just, I just we just don't we know who you really are. We really stand your decks. Um, but that's one that I really think not only is an incredible guidebook on its own, but that really goes with the images. Like you can tell that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of the times they directly describe the images and I, especially for new beginners, like if you want to get an Oracle deck, that's not so like light and fluffy and whatever, but that kind of gets down a little bit more, but you still need yeah. things to be described in the pictures for you. She, does, she has a lot of decks where you can have either like a big hug or something really deep and mystical, like the Rumi Oracle. Yeah. Right. It's real dark and mysterious oh, wait something katie said she was like some person said oracle decks are just 
so people can think that they're fucking amazing yeah. or something. Oh my god, have you seen my Rockham Oracle? Like, <laughs> no, no, right? Dude. Oh no, there is not one nice. Some card oracles in there. are like, actually, you're a piece of dog shit. Like, let me. <laughs> I re- like, I actually want to go now and get that oracle and like read some of the words. It's like really very shadow based deck. Harrowing loss. <laughs> yeah, literally. Your like, deepest darkest. One of the shadow. cards is like anxiety. <laughs> uh, and it's like I, re- I get it all the time, and I'm like, oh. Um, okay, so one of the things, too, was, oh, God, I was just remembering something that from the video that she said, and I was like, yes! What I was thinking is, there's, for astrology, like, an unpopular opinion is kind of, like, in between. I can get pretty much, not all that I need, but I can get a good chunk of what I need to really give someone a basic reading by just knowing their sun, moon, and ascendant. And I think that from a professional astrologer's perspective, like if other people are saying that, like they would shame on you for that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because there's so much more. Mm -hmm. And I think people know that. Yeah. But there's so much to be said and that is like underrated by just hearing someone's like you know sun moon and ascendant i feel like there's a reason we say those three exactly but i but it's sort of like one of those things that in the astrology community i feel like is people get really irritated about it's old news that people are irritated that people don't even know that there's more than that. Like the people are like, I'm an Aries. And then they're like, we're, we're explaining like, okay, there's a lot more in there. Like, no, no, I'm not a Taurus ascendant. I'm an Aries, like, you know, or whatever it is. I think obviously that's just mm-hmm. people not understanding astrology. It wasn't until a few years ago that I knew that there was right. more signs in one person. I thought that everything was, through your sun sign. Right. I thought like your Venus was always in one like I thought every yeah. planet was in one degree of your sun sign. And that's and that's just like, you know, I, I you can't get mad at people for that. Yeah, especially that's, if you've never that's you basic. don't know astrology. But then there's the thing I at least I've seen and I feel like in the community where you know, people get mad still if you're like, oh, my sun and my moon and my rising or this, this and this. And it's like they get mad because there's so much else that you don't know. You could have, you know, grand trines or you could have crazy ass bucket chart that no one knows about. And all your planets are pushed into two houses and it's like heavily affecting things or yada yada. Like there's all there's so much, obviously. But I'm telling you, mm-hmm. if I couldn't see another natal chart, but only know people's sun, moon and ascendant. You'd feel pretty confident. I feel that like I could have. You like, could draw still, up something. Yeah, like I feel like it's underrated the power that just your sun, moon, and ascendant hold in the astrology community. So I don't know. That was the one thing when I was making the notes. That I was trying to come up with like unpopular opinions about astrology. Canceled. Yeah. Um. What else? What other unpopular opinions are there? I. Th- I- it makes me... I get so confused when people get... I I don't... I'm, I can't believe we're even talking about this. How are people still upset about people collecting tarot decks? How are people still upset yeah. about people having channels dedicated to pick a card readings or like... Here's the thing. People come into tarot... or mm-hmm. th- I feel like those people... I'm going to group them, Mm -hmm. who get mad at certain things like that. Most of them come to tarot before they Mm -hmm. find the community online. So I feel like, and tarot is such a personal thing for each individual. And when you are latching on to something that connects to the senses or the minds or your day-to-day life or your subconscious or even other energies... You know, if you if you read that way or you think that way, it's such a personal thing that you become so gripped on the way that you think it needs to be done mm-hmm. or how you were taught or if it were taught by somebody else or you were self-taught so that if when you enter a community like that, if you have views on like, this is my deck and I need this deck and I've worked really hard to have this deck and then you enter the like unboxings and collector side of YouTube, mm-hmm. I can see how that would be disconcerting yeah that would be like ugh, you don't even care about tarot all you do is collect that like i just Mm -hmm. don't think that they get it i think most of the i don't think that those people 
feel that way about about it after like you know what i mean like i feel like those people know or learn tarot before they find the community i see what you're saying so they have some sort of like initiate feeling that tarot should be something whereas the people who don't care or that tend to kind of lean towards the collecting are more so the people that find the community and learn from being able to see all the unboxings and decks and they're like oh i need that deck i need not always but i think Mm -hmm. the majority of people who have problems with collecting decks they've learned tarot and they've already known it and they just so happen to find the community now and they're like they're they're set on their one way you know yeah i mean like my grandma even yeah she has one she has one deck she's always used she has no need or want to have multiple decks she likes looking through the decks that i would bring over like she's interested in seeing them yeah but she didn't want them for herself and she did kind of have like a i don't need that i don't know why you need so many decks but she also is very sad and and like liberal of like yeah do what you want But I know that in her opinion, you need one deck, you know? Yeah. But who knows if she would have found tarot and learned tarot in our time and our space where it's so easily accessed. I see what you're saying about tarot being a sacred tool for Mm -hmm. people. But why can't you collect it? I know. And it's just what I feel like when you take that expectation and then enforce it on others that just doesn't it doesn't sit right with me no and also i think it's not necessarily the same thing but there's a parallel in terms of seeing the same content over and over again it's like someone like logan paul uploading pranks every week how is that different than somebody uploading you know yeah People like stability of content. You know, mm-hmm. you like clicking on something and knowing what's going to happen. Well, and you're bringing up a whole nother topic, though, I feel like, with the pick-a-card readings. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the pick-a-card readings are a hot topic, and I get irritated. I just don't understand why, because, for instance, uh, Leanne posts them, or Helky Rain, the Woke Witch. Okay. I, she does it so fun. Cool. Right? The way that she does it. That's incredible. And I just, I look at that, and I think it's so weird to me that people have an opinion about this. Like, I I was shocked to learn that people had opinions about it. Mm-hmm. I was, like, reading through comments, and I was like, what's going on here? Because I knew that people have opinions about it. Yeah. Unpopular opinion? I, I have don't a, have an opinion. I have an unpopular opinion. I don't like them. <gasps> Canceled. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like them, but here's why. And I feel like there's certain people that are, and I haven't seen Helky Green the Woke Witches. I haven't seen Leanne's. So maybe she's doing it differently. And Mm -hmm. I would like them if they were approached in a fun or unique way. But here's the thing. There were like two or three Mm -hmm. channels that started these pick a card readings when they real like they've been, they've been around for a a while, but they didn't really gain focus or popularity until um, what's the channel like the star girl and there was one or two other ones that really started to do mm-hmm. these pick a card readings and i think again this is just my opinion and i'm not trying mm-hmm. to make anyone this bad is or unpopular wrong. opinions exactly Samantha. but i don't know if my opinion's unpopular because it actually sounds it more sounds like so unlike popular. that i'm probably more popular with this opinion it sounds like i'm popular <laughs> <laughs> i'm popular um i do not like them so much from a business perspective from like an entrepreneur content creator perspective because it feels a bit hokey the way that they're done on mm-hmm. youtube however the positive side is, is that there, it, it allows people to access tarot and to feel get like they're taste. to get a taste of it when they have no one or need to read for themselves they're just trying to look for some guidance and they really don't know what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. so it is kind of nice because you know, those, those sort of people really still want readings and they want to be connected. And I get how good of a content it is for people mm-hmm. because people are like giving away, you know, general what what I didn't like is, is that because those multiple channels did it and gained so much popularity that everybody else tried to bank on that idea yeah. afterwards. And so many com- 
so many channels in the community started doing them, but did them the exact same way for the most part. And it just feels so fucking bland to me. And I'm sorry, people, if you do pick a card readings, this is my suggestion. I don't hate you. I don't hate the content. Spice it the fuck up. How can you make it unique? How can you make pick a card readings different than anybody has ever made it before? Because it's flooding the community. And it's kind of, to me, the way that it's being done right now, it's it feels like it's dumbing down the practice a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's it's. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm really not. Yeah. It like that's my honest opinion. Opinion from what I've seen from pick a card readings, it's very much, you know, multiple points are being hit. One, it's good because it gets your traffic up because those videos are popular. People want free readings. You know, you really might be able to help guide someone or give them some insight. But I know you're doing it because it's good content. <laughs> You know, two, it's um, easy and fun. You get to practice reading, but, you know, it's not as uh, hard as, like, doing, like, a website reading where, you're, you know, you yeah. have to answer questions or specifics or something like that. Um, but I just... I would like for everyone to spice it the fuck up, and I think that I would have less issue with it. But right now, it's like, okay, everybody, let's pick a card reading. This is going to be for who your next soulmate is going to be. Pick the one with the amethyst crystal on it, (laughs) or the one with the clear quartz crystal, or, okay, I'm seeing that your next soulmate is going to be someone that's really fiery, really, like, and again, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just... Like, I would like to see people get really creative with it, and I, yeah. would, I would like it more. Or take it in a different spin and not just do the same fucking thing over and over again. And I've been guilty of doing content like that as well, and I've, I think in the past year I've really tried to like pull back on some of those things where I recognized I was just doing it to do it, or maybe if I was going to continue to do it, I needed to go, I needed to be creative about it. And maybe I couldn't figure that Make out. Make your own. Yeah, maybe I, if I couldn't figure it out, I just stopped doing it until I could figure that out. But I don't know. It is an unpopular opinion. I personally don't like them. And my main reason is because I feel like they're all the same and it's kind of boring. Yeah. Um, but for people who don't read tarot or like yeah. they don't care or they're not a part of the community and they just happen to like be really into certain things like that it's nice content for them it's very user-friendly it's very easy i mean look at star star girl or i really am sorry i can't remember what her name is um i'm not trying to like i'm actually not trying to be mean about her i can't remember what, i'm what not trying to be condescending who? i literally can't remember what her What's name is her name? i think it's i think it's star girl um actually she dyed her hair recently she looks incredible okay um she looked incredible before she was like this blonde uh, bleach blonde in, and she like dyed her hair dark she looks so good but that's her that's that's really her channel content is yeah. card readings and she has gained a lot of subscribers really really fast um yeah that's see, the tea I, on that i 100 percent see everything that you're saying but mm-hmm. <laughs> i do see it like you're right it's the way that it's presented is part of the problem yeah right or like maybe like the clichedness of it and like the flooding part mm-hmm and then it kind of becomes overwhelming and then but it kind of comes back to putting pressure on individual creators right Mm -hmm. oh man i I, i'm contributing to a problem but i really shouldn't care about it it's my channel i don't even want to be a part of this community i just happen to be interested in this you know like okay but here's the thing i feel like what what really is the counter counter side of that is that those specific videos to me if you're making those videos, it's because you've seen it's, them. In no, the it's because you have your intention is mostly to gain traffic to your site or to appeal to a, a large audience and mm-hmm. not just you know the people in the community. And the intention behind it is yeah, part of the issue. And it's not it's not saying that it's a bad intention. Yeah, but I feel like it could be spiced up a bit. You know? spice it up it's good to want to br- if you care about subscribers like you know i know i care i care i'm not doing this to just fuck around but <laughs> i also am doing it to connect with people and to make friends yeah. like look at us and the, all these other people we know mm-hmm. but at the same time i get it i'm i'm trying to build my platform too but if you're gonna do it spice it the fuck up don't do it like everybody else because i'm so sick 
of pick a card <laughs> readings where you see the oracle deck and the tarot decks and the crystals on the top and it's the same fucking thumbnail and when you <laughs> click on it it has the same sort of general topics and things yeah. like that like i know those people are good readers and that doesn't it's not degrading or bringing them down i know i see exactly what you're saying and i don't think anybody should think that that's no, what you're doing no. at all and if you're making that content don't feel bad there's nothing wrong with it yeah spice it the fuck up i know because as sammy has that opinion but i have the opposite opinion i think mm -hmm. that they're fun especially to put on in the background and especially if they say the cards out loud you get to hear what other people think about those cards and we've talked about that yeah before. i do like that it's a lot. like you see the way that other people interpret things it's mm -hmm. it's semi a learning tool it you is know, that's I, that's a good point for you sure be a conscientious consumer of this type of content and yes. like know what you're looking for and Blah, 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 all that. But I have like a fun little game type thing. Mm -hmm. So you could just one topic okay. that we've kind of been talking about or that you remember from the video, one topic, you can just delete the concept and you never have to hear about it again. What topic do you pick? Wait, you don't have to like hear pick, about yeah, it Yeah, you just never have to hear about it again or think about it. Something that annoys you and you it's deleted forever and you never have to think about it again. I know, really easy question. No, I mean nothing really like ir like nothing really irks me. I think it's interesting. I think yeah. that all all the things that she brought up, and there's other things that irk me, but yeah. nothing in that vi nothing in Katie Flowers' video or the unpopular opinions really um, got me going. I guess yeah. it just I just liked the way that she approached it and me her too. stances on it. I mean, the one thing that we haven't talked about yet, but this is not the answer to your question. But the okay. one thing that I remembered was like deck unhauls. Oh, um, anti-hauls. Anti yeah, people, you know, are not having that great of reaction sometimes mm -hmm. to As everyone knows, I have a Libra Moon. And because I feel so close to channels that make this type of content, yeah. my heart stops beating whenever I hear people say anything semi-mean about anybody or anything. But, but here's the but thing. that Go can't ahead. be healthy for me. No. <laughs> But, what, but it doesn't have to be mean. Yeah, not mean. But, but for me, any sort of criticism is mean. See, but it's healthy. Because there's something wrong with me. And there is... No, there's not something wrong with you. But I, I do think that how are we going to, you know, take know our opinions and stick by our opinions and be respectful of mm -hmm. other people's opinions if we don't, like voice them you yeah. know and if as long as you're going about these anti-haul videos in a you know respectful and honest way and you know maybe reassure your viewers or listeners or whatever platform it is again that this is your opinion and that someone might really connect with the deck or book or you know whatever it is and you just don't but i think that people it's so nuanced, this whole topic. Because, it's annoying that it's yeah. an issue, to be honest. This is annoying to me because it's something that I've been bringing up a lot. And I think other creators are starting to really get pissed about, too, because it's the same thing that we've talked about with books. It's the same thing that we've talked about with videos. It's the same thing we've talked about with decks. It's okay to feel a different way about something than another person or to not jive with it but mm -hmm. if we're only putting content up here i'm talking to you fucking libras if we're only watching or <laughs> listening to things that are positive and there's no sort of you know other side to it or what didn't work we can't like grow or evolve or it's just gonna be exactly. all daisies and fucking roses is a tarot deck all daisies and fucking roses no, no. it's not if not more than half of the deck mm. is, you know, difficulties and trauma <laughs> and fucking devil and, yeah. you know, and I think the ups go with the downs and sometimes things just aren't good mm -hmm. or they don't work well or they're underdeveloped or maybe they were, you know, the, it didn't quite meet the mark. And I think that, I think when I first started my channel, I was very caught up in the same sort of like, I like this, I like this, I like this. And I was afraid to say anything that I didn't like about because one, you don't want to offend someone if they really like mm -hmm. it or... I do also think like, I so I love this concept of like, the different signs all bring something to the table. I think that the Libra energy is before you start 
jumping right into criticism, I think it's important to put your toes in the water and like see what, you know, like feel it out first before you jump straight into criticism. That's like something that sticks with me about these things. Yeah, okay, but I still think that you you more, I think you think that, but you don't always act on that. Mm-hmm. I think you still are like, you don't even want to put your toes in. You no. just kind of stand I, on the yeah, outside of the like pool. Maybe like the very tip of my jagged toenail. You're like disgusting. right in the waters. You're right in the waters of controversy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so we, I, was um, going, I did read something interesting about the second you make art mm-hmm. that's for sale, mm-hmm. it's open to people's critique. It's open to people's opinions. The second you put something for sale in the capitalist market, it's okay. open to reviews. Yeah. And I've always thought that that was... But it doesn't have to be that. It's anytime you put anything out Put anything there. out. But you especially, do a video. especially things that are for sale where you are transacting your good for something that someone else has mm-hmm. worked for. Mm-hmm. I think there's like different levels there. Yeah. Like if someone's just like uploading their art for free to Instagram, obviously it's open to criticism, but I think you have to have the mindset of, just being like, this is the shittiest piece of think work I've ever... You know, like, it's just like the different... You know, do you know what I'm trying to no, say? No, I don't. I just think that there are different ways to approach different types of content. Well, obviously. Obviously. Okay. That's maybe Let's what I'm trying to say. Let's reel it back, though, for a second. Let's reel it back to, like, a more specific topic. Okay. Let's reel it back on, let's we say... We were too abstract. Just a little bit. But that's, like... Okay, so we'll stick with decks because that's what... You know what I mean? What 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 kind of is this all about with Katie's video and stuff like that? So let's say we're gonna do an anti haul, right? First of all, how fun would that be? You just said you hated that. I'm nuanced. Okay, all right, you're you're ever changing. I love that for me. My um, planets are all in retrograde right now. I don't know what I'm feeling. I've, that's a big mood, big fucking mood. Um, so we're gonna do an anti haul, right? And you mm-hmm. have a deck in your collection. Think about it. One that you would think of one that you have in your room. You don't have to name it if you don't want to because I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. I'm doing it. Okay. You have a deck. You didn't like it. And there's probably one or two reasons why. It could be for different reasons that maybe you didn't like another deck. And you had to talk about why you didn't like it. Do you think that there's an issue with doing that? Because I feel like you would obviously go about it in a really respectful and, Mm -hmm. you know honest way just saying your feelings yeah but so but people aren't liking that even if you're being respectful because it's encouraging people not to buy that deck but which is crazy to me especially if it's for me like a priority for me like just an innate part of my being is always respectful and critical i have opinions obviously Mm -hmm. and i have critical opinions about things but when i share them a priority for me, and I don't expect other people to have this priority. It's just mine mm-hmm. to be respectful. It always, and I just don't, I don't see an issue at all with having respectful opinions. Okay, but do you think that voicing that opinion is negatively influencing others possibly from buying that deck? So do you think, Let's think about that, that for a your opinion, and that's what people are upset about. It's like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're going about it rationally or whatever, but then why the fuck can't I say my opinion? Maybe I don't think you should buy that deck. <laughs> right? Here's why. If you don't like animal decks, don't, <laughs> don't fucking buy the, buy the wild unknown. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kim Kranz. A lot of other people sorry, are going to like your deck. But here's my opinion. I didn't get well with the animal decks. Learned that real quickly. Tried it like Learned multiple times. Quick, yeah. And it's a cool deck. The artwork's cool. I just didn't. I never bonded with it. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I bonded with other decks and I'm going to help support those creators too. Yeah. I'm not knocking on Kim Kranz, but my opinion on it is, is that if you don't like animal decks, mm-hmm. don't fucking buy it. <laughs> I know, right? I'm sorry. And I think Kim Kranz would understand as well. I like, think that's crazy that you'd have to add an I'm sorry, especially to a topic like that, right? Like but that, that's that what people are not liking it. Because it's like you should never say something that might influence. Like that person is really trying to build a business or build their thing or yada yada. And I get it. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. 
you know, don't buy it because I just don't like her, blah, blah, blah. But if I had good reasons too, why not to support a creator? Yeah. You should be able to voice your opinions. Like, let's say... Um, I mean, I'm not going to name names. But no. Like, let's say... Uh, Obviously, Kim Cranes is someone that will never listen to this. And this is just a random example. That is not true. Let's but say, okay. let's say Kim messaged me on Instagram one day, and she was like, "I hate you, and I think you're really stupid, and just never speak again." Mm. I feel like it should be my right to say, "I personally will not be purchasing this because she was a bitch to me." Yeah, you know that should be right. I, I, I feel like at what line would everybody be? Like, oh yeah, that's fine. But like you know like. Yeah. The lines are so nuanced that it's like, is everything okay? Is nothing okay? I think if I were to t- like the, to answer a question, I think it would be anti halls. But I mean, I don't do them technically, so I don't really have like a really strong opinion because I haven't had a whole lot of people like come at me saying I shouldn't do them. But I think just the idea that people are trying to stifle others without even realizing it from voicing their opinion and having their thoughts on certain things. It's the same thing with books. You know, you can't say something (sighs) negative or even like semi criticism about a book online. Like, I think people are just now starting to really get on board with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Katie Flowers for is a great example of that. And she goes about it respectfully and says when she doesn't like something or why it didn't yeah. connect with her or whatever. But, like, it's so... Yeah. You know what I think another big part of this is that we're not mentioning? Is that a lot of these content creators are gifted decks and books. Mm-hmm. Or they work with the brands that yeah. send them these things... So a lot of them, unless they've kind of gotten what it feels like to voice their actual opinion on it, or maybe they want to continue to work with this company or this creator so they feel like they need to say good things, where I felt like this before and I quickly got out of it. Like there's Mm -hmm. certain things that I was sent by like uh, deck creators or companies or things like that. And I was like, look, I feel as though I just don't connect to it and I really appreciate you reaching out I to me. I feel as though this is the worst. Yeah. No, it's just... <laughs> no, I know. I was... I know. worry... I worry... Okay. But I feel like that's why yeah. a lot of it isn't negative criticism is mm-hmm. because people are gifted certain things or they, you know, so they're trying to hype it up because they feel mm-hmm. obligated to. I hope people don't overcorrect and start being like, God, that was the worst piece of horseshit tarot deck I've ever opened. It's it was, you know, like you know how I sometimes worry about overcorrecting towards if you have the slightest negative thought, really blow it up and let everyone know that you have it. But what? But like. But you see what I'm saying? Like, there's the potential of overcorrection there. I mean, people will feel. I guess it depends on people what it might is start feeling like I need to find something I hate about this because otherwise people are gonna think that I'm wishy washy, you know? Or I wonder. I think do you that's think, your fear. Do you think that that could be possible? I think it's possible, but I don't. You think, heard it here first, folks. I if we overcorrect, think, you heard it here. First. I don't think that. I don't see that as something in the spiritual community, at least, um, that we're gonna overcorrect too much on. I do think that there might be a couple things that, you know, might There might be a, little... a couple of people that are like, hell yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know what, in the end, I think it's... In the end, we'll all die anyways. Yeah, what's the matter? <laughs> what's what's the point, even? In the end, it's all cardstock so and it'll it dissolve. Tea time? <clears throat> I think so. Do you want I, to... I forgot my gong, but I do have this can. Mm-hmm, and? And this pen. Okay, to make your ding. Oh, wait, this is my... Oh, 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 oh. Time for tea. <laughs> Blessed. What's your tea? <laughs> What's your tea, sis? I, I've been living in a haze. Skylar haze, to be exact. Okay. Um, sorry. I, I, uh, do I have tea? I don't know. I've do barely you? spoken to anybody. Yeah. What's your tea? Okay. <laughs> thrilling um i have i mean it's not really tea but there was just like certain things that i know that are like oh i hit eight thousand subscribers which is not tea but it is something i don't want to forget to say thank you, you gotta guys clap too or the audio won't oh sound sorry right. oh okay okay thank you guys so much like so much 
Really, honestly. Like, I was watching that. I was like, oh, maybe I was going to hit up on my birthday. But, like, it's only a couple days after my birthday. And I feel like I've worked really, really hard to get there. And Mm -hmm. I've met really incredible people along the way. But it hasn't been fucking easy. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I know that not everybody is trying to grow a platform or cares about subscribers or numbers or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I do, to a point, obviously. You know, and for anybody, and I love that you live with me because it's such a great, like, throwback at anyone who's trying to be like, you don't care about people, you just care about the numbers. I'm like, I'm living with somebody <laughs> that stalked me on the internet, and now we're best I thought, friends, I thought for a and second, they fucking met. I thought for a second you looked at me, and you were like, you humble me because you are nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, no. Like, oh, I, mean, okay. I, I mean, that's, no. No, I, I, when people like try to say, when I talk about subscribers or numbers or like subscribe yeah. or like or something, they're like, yeah, I don't care about, no, I do care about the numbers mm-hmm. because it's clear that I try to make professional content and I'm trying to build a platform and I'm trying to give myself opportunities and I'm trying to build a business and, you know, I, I want that and that's mm-hmm. why I'm doing it. If I, wasn't my content would not take me so long to make people (laughs) because i wouldn't spend so much fucking time making it nice but at the same time i am very much aware of the intention behind what i'm putting out and who i'm connecting with i try very hard and i can't always do it to like respond back to comments or at least heart it so you know that i like it or respond back to the people that message me or write back like i really try because not just because i feel like I should but because I literally have met amazing people like I've just talked about it we just you know we're able to connect with somebody I met online recently and then also my friend Amanda we met through the platforms and now we're really good friends I just got her save the date for her wedding and like we've met so So many incredible people and I understand the power Mm -hmm. that this holds with being able to connect with certain people however numbers wise i'm so proud of myself for getting to eight thousand subscribers i'm so proud of you too thank you i have some tea that i just thought of okay you know how this whole podcast was about unpopular opinions i am very lucky that you and i don't have similar opinions on things because yeah it reminds me that it's okay to i feel like a benefit for me Mm -hmm. is I sometimes do need to be reminded that, not necessarily that it's okay to be mean, but it's okay to have critical opinions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I, I enjoy, I like that you have opinions on things at all. Yeah. Because sometimes I forget that, oh, I I have opinions too. I forget that. Sometimes. I think sometimes when you have opinions too, your opinion is that you don't have an opinion, but that you feel like you have really strong opinions because you're like, I feel very strongly that we should just all get along. <laughs> that <laughs> is, is a strong opinion. Which for is me. very Libra of you. <laughs> but I think because, and I think you're, thank you for that compliment. And I feel the same way. There's times where you've talked me down a ledge from posting rant videos. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where I get fired up and charged up and I need to speak my piece, but maybe I could have, like, waited mm-hmm. a day or slept on it and not done that. <laughs> because, honestly, what is, you know, I you make me um, think a little bit more about, like, what's the outcome of saying it. And if I really feel like I have, if I really feel like there's a good reason why I'm going to voice opinion that might not be love and light, mm-hmm. that I need to you know pause a minute dip my toe in that's why i love what you've shown me about like the filter of astrology and just showing the importance of every sign yeah and the importance of every sign being in your life and balancing you out yeah if i only had libra friends i'd be a nightmare you wouldn't do anything i wouldn't do anything no you wouldn't do anything we wouldn't talk about anything no you talk about a lot we just wouldn't have any opinions. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about... No, I mean, I love... We talk I about love, how long light we are. Li- Libra is a really, really... All the signs are really important. And yeah. I think that, yeah, if we're going to get into People always think I'm a Libra because of the way that we talk about it. I am a Virgo, people, but yeah. I have a Libra moon. It really overshadows it everything. It really overshadows everything. Mm-hmm. Your Pisces kind of overshadows it too. Like imagine my moon having two big fists and just beating me I down I feel like constantly. also you talk a lot about your Libra moon because I feel like when you didn't know as much about what it was or your ascendant, mm-hmm. I feel like you probably grew up only knowing, only about Virgo. knowing the Virgo and you are so 
oftentimes pulling towards your moon sign that like i think it was like oh my god no this is me i totally connect mm-hmm. with this now especially because i'm very emotional because of my pisces ascendant mm-hmm. right all of my emotions are they really do feel filtered through the sign of libra yeah i love my virgo obviously but... maybe next podcast we can talk about our like it's gonna be kind of selfish with our signs yeah like our sun moon and ascendant in different ways we connect with it and maybe we can talk too about how we see other signs doing things differently but oh yeah we'll base it off of our sun moon and ascendant and things that we feel like i think you and i have a really good array of signs in our charts we do and we also have things that i feel like really connect us we're extremely mercurial Yes. And that's obviously podcast Hello. goals. Otherwise Hello. we wouldn't be you're here. You're fucking welcome. You guys are welcome. Yeah, you're really welcome. I feel like we've been talking forever. Yeah, we have. Okay, cool. It's been an I hour. feel like we could keep going though because there's so many other unpopular opinions or things like that that mm-hmm. are really great discussions. And how did, I'm how did Katie do all of that in 30 minutes and we barely scratched the surface in an hour? Yeah. Mercury. Well, also she's an incredible editor. I feel like she does her. Oh my god. Incredible. She's really good with like that channel her intro trailer. Incredible. I still haven't seen it and I don't know why. But I do like her new intro like little So cute. Her little thingy that art katie how'd you do that i know do that for me that's so cute i like that anyways if you guys are literally sick of hearing us talk about katie flowers i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry get over stop. it i can't help it i love her mm-hmm. and her content's really great and there's a lot of other people and yes. i hope leanne if you're listening to this i hope that you get what i'm saying and you don't think that i was you know calling you out or she's flying to america to punch you in the face (laughs) we also feel like she's incredible and there's so many channels out there that are really killing it and i really wish we would be more proactive in listing them we try i'm gonna name three channels right now that That i think are just incredible for because i know we have like two more minutes before okay i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try and do that too but i can't use my phone because we're recording on it so no problem let me think of so- someone that we don't really talk about a whole okay. lot that we haven't at least in the like the last few episodes. Let's do James Feeney, obviously. You just Anya, talked about Anya him. Asma. Get I'm, over I'm him. going through no, my I'm list. Joking. Love you, James. Love you. Thank you. Anya Esma, okay. Whiskey Stevens has been pumping out content. Okay, but you literally hold have on. I'm going them. through my list. Helky Rain. Oh my God. Wait. Hold on. Not to like downplay those channels he just mentioned, but you know, we've Casper the Boy Diviner, Little Cosmic Crow, Driftless Mystic, um, Lennon Smith. Yes, that's one. Everybody go follow or check out Lennon Lennon Smith. Smith. I really, really like the content. I accidentally just clicked on something. Um, I'm trying to think of other aquamarine 18 i don't have my phone let me think fuck i suck at this peekaboo out? rose okay and that's all i can't scroll any further because it has a button that i have to click okay i'm gonna pause really quick because i really do we're over we're over what we normally do but i'm gonna pause really quick because i want to look up channels hold on Okay, we're back. I'm really happy with this. And, we're, you know, if I don't mention you, I'm sorry, but we're, we're just talking about how we'll we might... We'll get you next time. Yeah, we were just talking about how it might be a cool episode to just talk, like, actually take sit down and make a list and find content and, you know, really talk about certain channels and Instagrams and stuff. So the first one I want to shout out on YouTube that I talk to a lot and has really great down-to-earth videos. Her name is Dana, and her channel name is The Shadow Moon Witch. She's so nice. She's really sweet and her videos, she does a lot of like responses to tags and things like that. I like her um, opinions and it just feels like really easy listening content. Like I feel really comfortable just watching her videos. Um, So the Shadow Moon Witch on YouTube. And then um, I know that Supportive Tarot um, with Lisa, a lot of you guys know her. And she does have a fair amount of subscribers, but I feel like we don't talk about her as much on Mm -hmm. here. Like... Sorry, Lisa, Even if you're listening. Content is bomb. But like, li- she is kicking out some really great. Like, she's doing. I'm sorry, Lisa. I can't remember what you're calling it, but it's basically like, very. It's very much like a witchcraft 101 type thing where she's pumping out a ton of videos for specific topics on like a very wide variety of things that 
witchcraft embodies and I feel like it's really well done and it's very helpful so if you're interested in that supportive tarot on YouTube she just changed it recently I think it was used to be supportive tarot with Lisa and I think it's just supportive tarot now okay and then on Instagram I want to shout out Crystal Mountain and it's spelled K-R-Y-S-T-A-L and then Mountain and it's actually uh Helky Rain the woke witch who we're always talking about it's her sister and she has really cute posts too and stuff like that of tarot and we don't ever want to leave you out crystal i'm really sorry um but also i i like your posts and i want to shout you out mm -hmm. and then the last person on instagram is the uncon the uncovered gem but it's the underscore uncovered underscore gem so I'm shouting them out there. I think uh, I've only found them recently and that's because uh, they decided to do my 22 majors tag from YouTube, but they're doing it on Instagram and they're posting one major card a day and like going into depth about why they chose that one to be their favorite from that deck and like what it means to them and stuff. It's really good posts. And also that's so cool. it's really cool because they're... Um, tagging me in it so it's like reminding me every time and i can read it anyways yes i think that that was a fucking podcast and a half yeah. not too many laughs huh the uncovered gem if you're listening i just followed you cute okay we love you guys very much uh this has gone too long we will be updating you next podcast on what we're doing with the donations and things like that we have looked into a few places we haven't settled on one um if you know from our last few podcasts that we're going to be donating all of our funds from May to some sort of food bank or homeless shelter or something of our choice. And then we will also be matching together to try and get it up there a little bit. And there's some people that have donated and stuff towards that. Thank you so much. Um, if you want to uh, support the podcast, you can. If you do want to make a contribution, you can. Um, the PayPal or reach out to us and just let us know. And that's it. We love you. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, bye. Bye.